Welcome to Armchair Preaching, a podcast of the First Presbyterian Church in Lakeland, Florida. This is a podcast about God's Word, the beauty of the gospel, and what it takes to communicate that truth to others. I'm your host, Pastor Zach McGowan, and on today's episode, Pastor John and I talk about what to do when we are approaching sensitive topics from the Scripture, and we discuss this week's messages in our series entitled Restored. We hope you enjoy the conversation. Welcome back, everybody, to Armchair Preaching, uh, back in the armchair. Pastor John. Hello, everybody. How you doing, John? Not too bad today. Good, good. Um, We are in the third week in a series uh, called Restored, and uh, this week we dealt with uh, uh, an interesting topic, talked about bodies god, god restoring our bodies mm-hmm. and both how we view them and what we do with them so it's mm-hmm. two sides of that so um got into some interesting territory in yes. in first corinthians Unusual. 6 right uh parts of the bible that some people kind of don't want to touch on right yeah. so it, you know we we both you know mentioned some things sexual morality and prostitution and body image type things i i went a little more into detail with some of the body image parts but some people might view this as a touchy subject right sexuality in general is a touchy and divisive subject in yeah. our in our culture so yeah. it, it is and then and then body issues in general is a is a, you you quoted stats yeah. statistics you know body image in general and body shaming you know that's mm. a big term these days body mm. shaming so these are all uh, real issues in our yeah. society and 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 this is not the first time we've touched on topics that are maybe considered more controversial um and but you know you you've had sermons where you mentioned uh, suicide before yeah. and we've had we've had messages where abortion's been brought up and some people have some strong reactions to those mm-hmm. things and and so it brings up the question and you and I talked just before the recording you know at at what point do we feel because we we are committed as a congregation as preachers both you and I are in lockstep with this that we are not we're not going to shy away from parts of the Bible just because they're uncomfortable. Right. But what do we do in terms of prepping the congregation yeah. for those moments? You know, at what point do we, you know, say, "Hey, we're we're going," you know, basically attaching a disclaimer to the to the message there? Yeah, because there are some very um, very hard places in the scriptures to read about. You read yeah. about rape, and you read about infant infanticide, and uh, yeah. and so you know uh, that that you know you don't you don't hear very often about the uh, the, the 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 murder of the innocents um, in the in the sermons yeah. uh, very well. And, and and you can just imagine that there's you know the real issue with all this is that not only anybody's sensitivities towards just you know life in general and 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 you know wanting to hear what level of details do you do you want to hear. But in particular, children. Yeah. You know, when you have uh, children in in the room, and 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 there are some children who um, who are very um, uh, sensitive children, and and but also some very mature children. There and they they they've heard these things and in, in the world, and there's just some who are, who who are not. And so, you know, it's, it raises a good question. This weekend raises a good question of okay, what do we do when it comes to uh, some type of d- disclaimer? I think both you and I said something in our messages that was a dis disclaimer yeah and uh just just uh, well i don't know if i said it on online i know i said it in the room yeah uh, in uh, live in person that there's that there's this is a, a delicate uh, delicate subject and uh 
So I think that I do think we have some responsibility uh, to, to say it. You know, did we did, did did we did I say anything when I talked about suicide that one time? I didn't. Yeah. And you know, and I and I and and could I have said something about it? You know, even even just saying you and I did talk about this last week. Even just saying certain words and not even explaining the words, just saying certain, yeah. certain words. You know, we talked about the. I said I this I, this is this is. Not even getting into the message yet, but this is sort of editing room floor things that didn't get said. Yeah. But um, when you start talking about what we talked about on Sunday, which is like we there's the way that we humans see the body, and then there's the way that God sees the body. Yeah. Well, you, this could cover everything. Everything did you do at all with with your body? Yeah. It could cover everything from clo- clothing choices to piercings to tattoos, mm-hmm. uh, all the way up to transgenderism and yeah. uh, other and, and sexual immorality, other various forms of sex, sexuality. So, and sometimes just saying just saying those things out loud is enough to to, to really cause a great disruption yeah. um, uh, amongst people. And so, and, and so on the one hand, there's there's that, but on the other hand, you know, in a in a world that where people are just sort of calling and lo- longing for the church to speak, what is God's perspective yeah. with these things that we're seeing all around us uh, and hearing all around us? What is God's perspective on these things? That's a very, I think it's a very challenging. Uh, 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 Challenging work for us yeah. as as communicators to to find to strike that balance, and we yeah. don't want to speak about it. We, we we certainly want to honor the scriptures, and we just you know there there is this idea. The whole point of this message this weekend was that there is this idea that God is it does things in our physical bodies. He restores us in the here and now, and He uses natural or supernatural means. But there is an ultimate sense where it's just going to be. And we both talked about this. There's an ultimate sense where this whole new bodies, new he- new heaven, new earth, all that's going to be restored, and it will be. You know, amazing. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know, there there you know there were mo- there were moments in this message, and, and even on in your your message too. I mean, you 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 talked about some of the the ideological and political statements that are made surrounding the the people's views of the body, kind of the popular yeah. view of the body. I mean, you you know, you talked about my body, my choice, and and you know, get your law, you know, get your laws off my body, that sort mm. of things, which are political statements, but that that speak. To a, an underlying attitude of how people view the body, and, and um, you know, it's it does make people really uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, it makes people uncomfortable for a variety of reasons. Because one, you know, they don't they don't like their bodies very much. They don't they don't, and they and then on the other hand, they feel like they're theirs. They're, they're they own them. They can do with them what they want. You mm-hmm. know, and th- those are pretty. Um, uncomfortable things for people to hear and talk about and in general but but and and if and here's the part that gets interesting is when you know when adults are uncomfortable talking about those things uh then um you know what does that do for for the how the children are directed in that and and so there are moments where we 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 are not making a disclaimer for scripture Right, we're not right. apologizing any, any, for yeah, that. Your, that's your original question, right? What what's the what's the place of a yeah. of a disclaimer on some of these uncomfortable topics here? Yeah, and that's a great point. Is that is that any disclaimer that we we would make is not a disclaimer that says that you know we're apologizing for what Scripture has to has to say. Scripture says a lot of things about yeah. a lot of very hard topics, and if we're going to read the Scriptures and we're going to preach the Scriptures, we have to figure out a way to. A communicate that in a way that a, a mixed audience is going to be able mm-hmm. to, to to handle, and then B for the younger younger ears out there to find you know give parents an opportunity to in a sense opt out 
um, yeah. which is which is which is a great question to like what, how far do we go and when do we when do we do that is it we do that like at the very beginning of the service hey we're going to be talking about bodies today bodies are uncomfortable and yeah and if you need to opt out you can yeah and 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 there's something too that sometimes when you put a di- disclaimer on something you almost are adding you know there, there's a fine line more attraction to it y- yeah, yeah exactly I'm going to stay and listen to this now exactly when almost a uh, uh, yeah, a sensationalism to it, right? Rather mm-hmm. than saying, "Hey, this is this is this is scripture. It's it's as much scripture as any other portion of scripture." It, we believe that the the whole counsel of God, both Old Testament, New Testament, is the Word of God revealed to us. And so, adding a disclaimer there there is a there's a fine line, you know, because yeah. it because you know there are, there are certain artists, uh, music music artists that put the parental advisory sticker on the yes. on the, the 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 album whether there's really all that much <laughs> content that is oh just to get people to listen because to they're, oh well this is this you know that there's something sensational about that sticker and so you know kids will start listening you know they'll they'll uh-huh. seek that out <laughs> so because it's the sensationalism yeah. part of it uh, part of us that that is attracted to what is deemed as explicit or you know um touchy do you know what I'm saying yeah. there? So there is a there's a balance there with us. Well, I think this this message this week raised that question mm-hmm. that you know where where and I know we were thinking about it ahead of time. Like where, yeah. where's that question? Like I knew I knew I didn't want I didn't want to say certain words that, yeah. that were flashpoints in our in our society because I said the same thing. I did not because, yeah. because the minute you say those words, they're not listening to anything listening yeah. to anything else. Um, and so uh, so it, it does raise a, a question of how do we handle how do we handle these? And uh, I don't think it raises the question of should we handle these. I, well, I know that I mean, it doesn't yeah. raise the question of should we handle these. Um, you know, I I think we need to we when when it when you read the the Psalms and they talk about dashing the dashing the children against the Babylonian the, children against, against the rocks against, against the rocks that, that's brutal I mean yeah. absolutely brutal or even you know Dr Miller at uh, at at Princeton was talking about the passages out of Jeremiah uh, chapter twenty where Jeremiah says to God you overwhelmed me and the words the Hebrew word for overwhelmed in that passage is the same word that's used for like the rape of Tamar mm. so it's just that sense of God overwhelming when I was completely powerless under his complete control in that oh, moment, wow. and he's speaking it out as a as an accusation against God. And then, then Doctor Doctor Miller's like, "Okay, what are you guys going to do with that? Yeah, what are you going to do with that? You know, here's a here's an image of a God who overwhelms a person, and and Jeremiah feels like he can't not do this thing. Yeah, and so so he says you just have to you have to deal with this this language of a God who would do that. And then, then realize that where Jeremiah lands in that case is that he, he lands that God, I, I can't not do this. Yeah. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to trust that you bring that into my life has purpose. Yeah. And it ha- and I'm going to just going to I'm going to see look for that purpose in it. So there's the redemptive part of, yeah. of that language, but it begins with this with this this strong strong words and this strong yeah. situation. This very difficult situation, um, or just just killing in general is another one. Yeah. That just seeing all the kill, killing. These are these are what one of the one of my professors talked about that the good news has to be gooder than the bad news is bad. Yeah, yeah. And so the, making sure that finding that balance, if you put them on the scales, did did the good news outweigh the, the bad news? And I, I, you know, I think that, that I heard that um, that that God looks at these bodies that He chose to create and mm-hmm. create us with, um, and He looks at them differently than the way humans tend to look at look at ourselves, particularly yeah. in a in a society like like ours, yeah. and that He He sees them as. Um, 
And we both we both had it. The Psalm one thirty nine. He sees yeah. them as fearfully, fearfully and wonderfully wonderful. yeah. wonderfully made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and this week, you know, we we really, you know, we're we're diving into this passage. You know, the way I looked at this was, you know, bouncing off of where we were last week and, and from Easter, you know, um, Brian Morgan was one that talked about the, the Easter restoration is the restoration of the vertical relationship with God. The the second week is the restoration with other people. And we're going to continue some of that. These are like in in this coming week, um, but, but it goes beyond that. But for me, the way I looked at it is it's restoration within ourselves. Mm. You know, it's it's how we view ourselves. And, and Yeah, I like and, the way you said that this week. And how, how do we view ourselves at our most basic levels is what, what we are confronted in, with when we look in the mirror. Um, and, and one of the things I, I read, uh, and, I, it, it, and I wish I would put it in the message, but I didn't put it in the message, was that how we view our uh, physical uh, uh, bodies has a lot to do with how we think about ourselves everywhere else personalities and, and and things like that too and so there is a a restorative viewpoint that we need to have based on who we are and we both said that god doesn't make junk yeah thing. that's right yeah, we did uh, and i don't know and, and i don't know where i heard that for the first time i, yeah. I could not tell you where i heard that i think i had a friend in atlanta used to say it yeah and i and i and obviously didn't know your friend in atlanta so yeah. i heard it from someplace somebody else but it, it's uh to me that's the redemptive message uh-huh. here is but it's twofold one that we have this restored view of ourselves now that are that are meant for good purposes um and then because that points forward to the restoration that we have ultimately in our uh-huh. bodies in Jesus Christ which are things that Paul talks about first Corinthians 6 kind of broadly there too so um yeah I thought I thought one of the interesting challenges and that we both we both came at it, I think you came at it a little um a little clearer than I did um was was the uh, and, and especially with the re- recording online versus you know I, I, I did a little bit more on uh, weight uh, in person was that um we we had that that if we're God has give, made us bodily. He's given yeah. us these bodies, and He's declared them to be good. Even though we live in a fallen world, and we have bodies that will age and they will die, and that we maybe we're not satisfied with, you know, we wish we were thinner, wish we were taller. Um, uh, he's given us the, the, these these bodies, and it, you could go with that that uh, that because we, these bodies are broken, and because we age, and because we die, and because we live in a, east of Eden, we could go to. Um, that, that you know, well, then, then you shouldn't. Then any effort that you make to try to improve your body is somehow saying you're dissatisfied yeah. uh, with what God has given uh, given to you. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of the the part in the Calvin's Institutes. John Calvin, theologian, uh, his his Institutes of the Christian Religion, where he's, he's talking about poor people. Poor people be be satisfied with where you are. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember my theology of Cal- Calvin class. That's the third time seminaries come up today. Theology <laughs> of Calvin's Calvin class is that was Calvin saying poor people, you should be satisfied with your lot because you're always going to be poor and, and just and get, don't you, do anything get, about get it. used to it and don't try. Yeah. Don't even try. And he said, no, you actually have to keep reading. We said poor people would be satisfied with your lot. Do the best you you are you can while you're in in that lot, and it's okay for you to try. Should you should you find yourself in a situation where you are where you are improved or you are free, um, in the case of 
of, of slaves, then you are then then you are blessed. Yeah. So he's not not saying don't worry about this. Just like with the body, we're not saying don't worry, don't don't try to. I mean, certainly take care of these bodies. If, if God's yeah. given them to you, take care of these these bodies. You know, and and and, and don't abuse the bodies. Yeah. Because really, if you think about it, the abuse of the body, is some some form of the one of the two two extremes of the you know, the the ignoring your body or indulging your body. Yeah. And you 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 brought those two things up. The 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 tendency for people, um, and you, I thought you were very clear in this, and I wish I had been a, a bit more clear in how I approached this, but that we we do one of two things, and you use the the um, the antinomianism kind of versus you know the, there's no law versus asceticism, right? Mm-hmm. So the ascetic is is total denial um, of the self, total denial of of any kind of uh, enjoyment um, in the, in this body, whether it's food or, or shelter, you you talked about that. Then the other side is antinomianism or even hedonism, which is you know do do what you want to do, right? Party on Garth, <laughs> party on Garth, yeah. And and so and that tends, yeah, which is alive and well, yeah. That tends, and both of those. I mean, I think I, we we tend to 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 see a lot more of the the hedonistic side of things, but the asceticism side is 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 alive and well. It just looks different than like you talked about the desert fathers living out in the in the caves, in the caves and yeah. um, it looks different. It's it's people you know go into radical extremes and unhealthy extremes in their diet unhealthy extremes in their exercise um but those are the those are the the that those both play into the broken view we have of our bodies today which is the whole point yeah is to have a a a redemptive view of of the body that yeah. these bodies were not mistakes the the fact that we exist bodily is not a mistake the the fact the body that i've been given is not a a, a mistake um that god has has purposes that are to be li- in my life to be lived out in this body of mine, yeah. and so yes, we have responsibilities to take care of this body. But uh, what we don't get to say is that is that, um, and I know this has other other implications that neither one of us wanted to get into. Is that <clears throat> somehow my body is just not good? Yeah, my body's not good as it is. Yeah, and. Um, <clears throat> And so I need to to really make wholesale changes to my body in order for it to be to be considered a, a redemptive body. Yeah. And so no, it's already redemptive redemptive body. It's already yeah. you know something that is valued by by God as it is. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to do anything to improve it or help you know your health or your you know uh, anything like that, it's it's only going to be. Uh, Taking care of that body. There's a bit of a stewardship message hang- yeah. Im- implied in this as well. So we got a little cough here. <clears throat> Speaking of the body, right? <laughs> yeah, and this body has a cough. That's right. Well, and, and both of us, I think, you know, we closed out the message talking about the how Paul describes the body as the temple of God. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting. We both used that point of comparison between the temple that of God of the one true God versus the temples that or the temple that the people in Corinth yeah, were surrounded yeah. by. Um, we, I know I've thought that thought before, but I I had not thought that thought as clearly as I thought that thought this in this message. To the it's comparison like, point, yeah, because he's saying to <clears throat> to Christians who are living in Corinth and they got these they got a million shrines around and they certainly got the temple on the top of the the Acro Corinth, <clears throat> the, the big temple up there for Aphrodite. And he's saying, okay, now you know those temples. 
Yeah. That's what your body is. Yeah. But even better, because it's actually dwelt with the Holy Spirit. Because it there. And actual, the actual God, the actual Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and, 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 and the, the, the therefore, you know, the therefore that comes out of that is um, glorify your God in your body. Um, you know, I, I, to me, I, I, I'm the same way. I had seen that many times, but never thought that you made that connection um, as clearly as I did this yeah. week, you know, to say, look, this was this was a point of Paul is making a very clear contrasting point in how people view um, both the body itself, but also the usefulness of of themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with this temple imagery, and uh, and, and I, I think it's it also speaks to this comparison that we we've been talking about, which is how does the world view the body? How does the cultural view the body versus how does God view the body? Mm -hmm. And and he's making that, that point of comparison. You know, you mentioned earlier some stuff that you left out that you would, you would put in, or were there other things that, you know, there's tons of stuff that you could do, right? Uh, You, uh, you are not your own. You were bought with a price. Yeah. I did talk about ownership. That was, yeah. a, that was a significant part of the message. <clears throat> but you were bought with a price. Was I just assumed that <clears throat> I let that go? We just come off of Easter. Yeah. You know, the, the whole thing of, of ransom and the the, oh, the, the atonement, the views of the atonement were, were in there, but it was it was ripe yeah. for some exposition. And I, I, I didn't, I just put it on the cutting room floor. So. Yeah. Because that it, the flow is your Holy Spirit is the temple. Your body is the temple. The Holy Spirit lives. God is inside of you. Um, you were bought with a. You were not your own, you which I did go with. Yeah. You were bought with the price, which I didn't spend much time on. I just really implied a lot of things. Yeah. And then glorify God with your body. So yeah. that, that one phrase in there yeah. was one I left left behind. Yeah, I, I think for me, one of the ones, one of the things that was in uh, earlier kind of draft that was was exploring more the usefulness of the te- you know what was the temple used for was it was used as a place of worship and then Paul in the book of Romans you know he in Romans 12:1 he says offer your bodies therefore as living sacrifices mm. this is your spiritual act of worship so he he uses the term body there very specifically in Romans 12 yeah. and then how that ties into the whole image of you know everything we do is an act of could be an act of worship and I, and I did mention the 1 Corinthians 10 passage where you know there's the great debate uh, amongst uh, food sacrifice to idols and, oh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and Paul says whatever you do whether you eat or drink do it all um, uh, in That's the name the glor- of the Lord glorify the, your yeah, God yeah, in this yeah. case do everything including yeah. what you do with your bodies even to the glory in, of God even including eating and drinking which <clears throat> is the most you know and universal I, and, I, and, I, and I would have probably you know or there was there were some thoughts in my head of connecting, you know, what the Corinthians said in First Corinthians six with the food is made for stu- the, 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 stu- the food food is made for the stomach and the stomach for food as though it's amoral. You know, there's no morality around eating and drinking, mm-hmm. and then later. You know, Paul says in First Corinthians ten. Well, there is morality around eating and drinking. It has to do not with what you eat, but why you eat and how you eat. Which I mentioned very briefly, mm-hmm. but really it was to broaden the, the the topic from the context of First Corinthians six, which is definitely sexual immorality, but the 
the the overall thrust of Paul's message in in First Corinthians is what you do with your body matters. Period. Full stop. Yeah. You know, and then in Colossians he he, he says you know whether in word or deed uh, or whatever you do he uses that phrase whatever you do yeah, do your, it all to the glory of God. Miscellaneous yeah. all all of the all of the things miscellaneous. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I think I probably would have unpacked the, those those two aspects a little bit more fully. I had I had the. <clears throat> hovering around in my mind, and we, we got a little bit of it in the A15 service because it was a communion service. Yeah, Co- hovering around in my mind is, do I want to just bring this over to the body of Christ imagery? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so you got bodies, physical human bodies, but then you got uh, the the uh, the metaphor of the of the church being the body, the body as well. And then yeah. the body is where the Holy Spirit lives, yeah. and the body is where uh, we were to take care of, and the body is going to be restored, and you know that that was that was out there as well. But I just had to. You yeah, say next time. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, there's so much that could be done, um, kind of expounding all the connections. But all that to say that there is a lot there, because the body, the physical body, is important to God and what we do with it and and how we view it. It's important to God because it is God's. It's not ours, and and that's the that's why there's so many points of connection all over the Scripture from you know. Genesis all the way to Revelation, which you can we can bring up. So um, this week uh, we are flip flopping. Yep, you are in Vine, I'm in Vine for the next two weeks, and I'm in Classic for the next two weeks. Um, we're talking about restoring relationships more broadly, restoring yeah. relationships with outsiders and our view yeah. of outsiders, and what does that look like? And mm-hmm. and uh, and um, it's you know it's going to be a fun topic. But uh, and remind everybody if they missed a. Uh, Pastor John's message or my message, you can check out any one of our sermons in the series or this past week by heading to our website, fpclakeland.org, and heading to the uh, worship page in the sermon archive tab uh, where you can view complete services. If you've missed any episode of Armchair Preaching, head over to Apple Podcast, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or SoundCloud and subscribe so that you can be notified when a new episode drops. John, as always, Thanks once again for, to be here. for hanging out in the armchair, and uh, we'll see everybody next time. Bye, everyone.